Hello, and welcome to episode 98 of the Convenient Counselor Podcast. My name is Brianna Leach. I'm a wife, a mom of three, and a licensed counselor. And this week, my self-care has looked like extra time and prayer and my favorite Irish breakfast tea. And I hope that you're taking care of yourself this week. And I'm so thankful you're listening today. This podcast was created to give you a safe space to very quickly learn more about yourself and about mental health topics on your time. I always want to give the reminder that this is no replacement for actual therapy, which I hope you're pursuing, but I hope that it can be an encouragement to you and a supplement for your mental health. Today, this episode is going to be short and sweet because whether you're listening to this in real time and we can't help but carry the weight of what's going on in the world, or maybe you found this in the future and you clicked on this episode because you are feeling overwhelmed. And I want to encourage you today that you are not alone. And I want to share two principles that I use myself all the time, especially in a season of being overwhelmed. And I use them with my clients as well. When they feel like, you know what? I am so tangled up in the weeds right now. I am drowning. I am feeling like I can't carry the weight of what's going on in the world and my home and my community and my mind. And I don't even know where to start. Or maybe you're in the camp of, I just want to do everything at all times and I don't know where to start. And that overwhelms me. I wish I could take pain away for other people. I wish I could make the world a more peaceful place. I wish I could just take all of this away. And no matter where you are on that spectrum of emotions or feelings of overwhelm, I have two principles that I want to quickly give you today, and I hope you can apply it to your week ahead. The first one is this, cut one vine. This may sound weird, especially if you don't live in a jungle, but when I picture the word overwhelm, I see all these different paths that you could be taking each day. So I could go down this one. I could focus on this. I could do this. I should be doing this. I should, I should, I should. As my therapist says, you can should yourself to death. But in those moments of overwhelm, mentally, all these vines cover these potential paths that you could go down or you should go down or the opportunities that are in front of you or the responsibilities that are on your plate, or the hurt or the grieving for the world that you have going on in your mind. When explorers go into the jungle, let's say they're in the Amazon, they have to bring machetes and large knives to be able to cut the vines to even see the path that they're going on. And when you're feeling overwhelmed, the thought of clearing an entire path so that you can make your way sounds exhausting. It sounds impossible at times. But if you can cut one vine, maybe you can peek through and see if that's the way you need to go. Maybe you can peek through and say, you know what? I don't really know why that was on my plate in the first place. How can you mentally cut one vine today when you're feeling overwhelmed? Again, I fully understand the weight and the pressure of depression, which is a common byproduct of consistent overwhelm. And I know how much energy it takes just to even get out of bed. But if you can cut one vine, if you can look at things that are on your mental list 
that are potential paths you're wanting to walk down and cut one vine, make one phone call, cross one thing off the to-do list, close one browser in your brain. It will help you gain a little bit of traction. I'm not saying go slay the day. Like that is not my mentality or even what I think is healthy when you're, when you feel overwhelmed, but what vine can you cut? Do you need to say no to a commitment? Do you need to do the one thing you've been putting off for weeks and it'll probably take 10 minutes? Cut one vine. And then the other principle, and this is not original content. I've seen it at nonprofits. I've seen it at fundraisers. But the second principle is do for one what you wish you could do for all. So those of you in the second camp, like I was talking about, maybe motivation isn't your default in periods of overwhelm. Maybe you get amped up and you just, it's paralysis by analysis. You just don't know what to do because you want to do it all. And you feel overwhelmed that you can't solve the world's problems, that you can't fix everything around you. In those moments, what can you do for one person that you wish you could do for a million? Could you reach out to one friend, send an encouraging text? Could you Make a phone call to a senator, or if it's a cause you really believe in, could you make a donation to a local charity or foundation that supports something that you believe in? Do for one what you wish you could do for all. If you're a parent, do the things in your home that you wish the rest of the world was doing in their home. Sometimes we tend to have this all or nothing mentality that if I can't do it for everyone, then what difference will I even make? To that one person, you'll make a huge difference. So in moments of overwhelm, to kind of get through that pause, get through that paralysis by analysis, just make one step and do for one what you wish you could do for all. Sometimes the two principles go hand in hand. Sometimes you have to cut one vine in order to see the one person that you can do something for today. What these principles do also is that it takes the focus off just you and helps you realize you are a part of a bigger picture. You're a part of your home, your community, your world, and you can make a difference. And not just that, but give yourself some slack today knowing that it's okay if you feel overwhelmed especially those of you who may have been raised in a faith community where if you admit that you're feeling overwhelmed, it's almost like admitting defeat or that something's wrong with you spiritually. And that is completely a lie. Read Psalms. Read David saying, whoa, God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you leaving me out here all alone? And nobody hears my cries. If you're feeling overwhelmed right now, you are in good company. Talk about it with your friends. Talk about it with your counselor. Talk about it with your spouse. We're all feeling a little bit of it right now. So try to apply these two principles. Cut one vine in the mental jungle, tangles, things blocking your potential paths, and do for one what you wish you could do for all. You can make a difference, even if it feels like a tiny ripple, you'd be amazed how it will impact things that you'll never see. And at the end of the day, 
just getting that one step forward, that one vine cut, that one person reached will give you momentum to keep moving. There's a reason the saying is a body in motion stays in motion. The same goes to our mind, a mind in motion, a mind that's working, that's giving will continue to do so. And I don't know where you're at in your life as far as whether you have a relationship with Jesus or not. And I don't mention it every episode, but in this particular one, in this season, I really feel like there's some of you listening who maybe have once had a relationship with Jesus and have gone a different direction, or maybe you never have, and you're not really sure even where to start. Either way, I'd love to talk to you more about it if you want to reach out to me at convenientcounselor.com or on social media at convenientcounselor. But the reason I can have peace in crazy, overwhelming times in the world, I'm always reminded in Matthew eleven twenty-eight through 30 in the Bible, Jesus is talking to his followers, and this is the promise that we have. I love the message version, so I'll read from there. It says, are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. I'm so thankful for that promise. And I'm so thankful you listened today. And as always, you've got this and I'm cheering you on. See you next time.